0: Hey everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of the Polygreens podcast. I'm Joe Swartz from Adam Hydro, along with my friend and colleague Nick Greens of the Nick Greens Grow team and we're here to talk to you again about all things controlled environment agriculture. probably the biggest advancement in, in controlled environment agriculture in recent years, and sometimes the one of the most controversial subjects, is horticultural lighting. And uh, a lot of people tend to think about it as it relates to indoor growing specifically, where we're providing 100% of the lighting that the plants will, will need, but also too in greenhouses where a supplemental lighting situation is is appropriate. So we're, we're looking to fill in the gaps. um, Whether we're looking to completely control the lighting for photosynthetic activity or whether we're looking to supplement uh, where the sunlight is lacking, Uh, lighting is certainly one of the big drivers in the technological advancement of controlled environment agriculture right now. So so we're very happy uh, to have today um, Jamie Agathon. She's the sales manager of Grow Strong Industries, uh, LED lighting manufacturer and I know that, uh, Nick, you've got some experience with them and you've been doing some work. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, they sent me the lights a couple months ago and I just started uh, actually focusing on their, um, uh, their more veg- vegetated light. Um, and it's more of hitting the blue spectrum, right? And, and I've always known this uh, just from coming from the cannabis world that, you know, blue spectrum during veg was very important. Uh, so we did a lot of metal highlight uh, experiments with blue only light bulbs and and had the same success too. you know, like just big, 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 more root, more leaf growth. Um, I mean, the leaves on, on the plants are just I mean, they're bonkers, you know, and my CO2 level, uh, Joe, is not changing. So it's just a regular what people breathe in people's houses, you know, so I'm not trying to pump CO2. These lights are are, are helping me. Uh, uh, being able to grow healthier plants without uh, spending money on CO two. Um, so you, you've been
0: utilizing the specific light spectrum, of course, to get you know better stem growth, better vegetative growth uh, all the way through. That's been that's been pretty well known for for quite some time. But the the technologies to to supply that have changed pretty dramatically. And it sounds like you know you've been um, you know as long as I've known you, you've been researching and constantly trying new technologies, new lighting techniques. Photo periods, the whole nine yards. So, so what kind of um, what kind of things have, were you seeing with uh, with the new lighting?
1: Well, it's okay. So, not even the the vegetated state. So, I figured, and and the, from from my you know more visual experiments. I guess I mean I'm collecting a lot of data, not not as much data as I really want to to call it a full experiment. Um, but it's more of the visual experiment and, and seeing what the plants are doing is is versus me running them under fluorescent lighting or a combination of regular uh you know led lighting white spectrum with just fluorescent mixed um that was my best success but since then i don't even use any of those fluorescent lights or anything like that our combination i just use their blue bars and like i put one under my uh, actually my countertop in my in my uh, kitchen and that's my that's my like a uh, nursery now so that's where all my seedlings start and it's just the most perfect light for it i mean like I said, just the leaf, the just how big the leaves get are just my minds are my mind's blown. Hmm.
0: So how did how did you come to meet Jamie and and learn about? Uh, uh, um, their- I
1: um I I think it was through LinkedIn. We I contacted with a, a, a one of her colleagues, um, and um, we started going back and forth. And I was just like, you know, this is, you know, I. I I've been watching your lights and I would like to get my hands on some and just kind of like see what they can do. And, and this is I'm I'm growing cucamelons, um, lemon, cucumbers, tomatoes, peppers. Uh, These are the things I'm growing with under them right now. Um, Not too much lettuce or microgreens just because I wanted to focus more on getting my garden ready for uh, um, the springtime.
0: So Jamie um, welcome. We're, we're glad to have you here. Um, So so you heard a little bit uh, from Nick. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about that interaction and and what what your approach was in in supplying lighting and and maybe tell us a little bit about your company?
2: Sure. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, Well, yeah, like you said, there's definitely a lot of exciting things happening in um, the the lighting, the LED grow light world these days. Um, so we're really excited that that Nick has some interest in checking out our lights. Um, we do get that a lot. You know, we're we're a company that um, you know, is very uh, plant focused um, with the design of our lights and really, you know, getting the best results. Um, healthy plants like Nick, you've you've grown to experience that with our with our bar lights and with our X Squared. Um, but again, as a company, we've you know one of the, the major benefits of having and designing an LED grow light is the ability to specifically target the spectrum, right? And so um, I like to say we've done a really great job with that um, in our in our bar lights. Uh, Nick referred to the very specific blue spectrum with the with the bar light in our X80 Veg Bar, and you know just promoting that that growth that is really important um, in a vegetative. Uh, cycle of a plant's life and so um, we're thrilled that you know Nick uh, it sounds like he did his research Um, again we get that a lot Uh, um, growers doing their research and then then coming to us because uh, we're doing something unique um, in the grow light sector.
0: Do you do specifically solely indoor sole source lighting or do you also incorporate your lighting into utilizing supplemental lighting so like for any greenhouse situation?
2: Um, so we um, we've have experience in both our, our latest and greatest greenhouse um, light. We will be launching shortly. Um, and so, but these uh, X80X series bar lights, um, they are IP65. They, um, we've got a double-sided bar as well. Um, so in greenhouse applications, those double-sided bars do um, a really great job in, um, in inner canopy lighting. In um, supplemental light, so yeah, you can absolutely um, use those X series uh, bar lights in a supplemental um, application.
0: So, how long how long have you, has your company been involved in specifically in controlled environment agriculture and horticultural production?
2: Um, so, we uh, our first light was developed in uh, two thousand fourteen, and so um, really, I mean, taking. Um, you know, looking at, at the LED lights on the market, we knew there was potential um, to grow with LEDs. It had been done before, um, right, but just not well. And so, um, you know, looking at how those lights were designed and how we can, you know, improve canopy penetration, improve the spectrum, improve, um, you know, the lifespan of the light. There's, you know, a lot of fail, failing lights out there, um, LED grow lights. And so we developed a light mostly focused on, you um, uh, personal, you know, smaller grows for, for indoor lighting. And so, you know, as, as you know, growers started expanding, you know, growing in larger environments, um, you know, we've developed lights, you know, in, you know, since then, um, to, you know, to, to follow what a grower's needs are. Uh, when it comes to lighting. And then so recently we've released this uh our latest commercial series and that's the X squared that uh, Nick is also testing.
1: And you know what uh, I noticed also about this light Joe? Um so say I'm doing a five by five uh space, right? Um and all, all I really want is about two bars for vegging. Mm-hmm. That'll spread out through that whole canopy five, you know, two and I think you can even get away with one. I mean you might get a little stretch. You might have to turn the plants around just to kind of cover everything, but two bars in a five by five space is enough. I mean, usually what we need four or five maybe. Um, so that's what I noticed as well with the lights.
0: You good coverage. Um, Jamie, what, what, have, what have you seen in your time in the industry? Um, as as some of the big challenges in being a horticultural lighting provider. Obviously there's a a lot of companies, a lot of very big name companies, big players out in the industry. And of course, everyone is vying for the space. Everyone has the best light. Everyone has the smartest technology. So so tell me a little bit about what you're seeing uh, in the industry, uh, particularly as to what some of the challenges are and what your company is doing to address some of those.
2: Sure. Um, So, Definitely within the industry, um, there's a lot of misconceptions with LEDs in general. And so, you know, breaking down those misconceptions, showing, showing growers who have grown with, uh, with HPS lights for, you know, decades, um, that there is a technology that works, but it's just um, finding the right light. And so with the LEDs and competing companies, we're all really vying for the same thing, right? It's to become, to provide an efficient light for growers, you know, to bring everybody into like that next century of growing um, and, and to have, again, an, an efficient light to do that. And it is possible. Um, yes, there are some big players in, in the, um, the industry. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, for us, it's just telling our story. It's letting our light speak for itself. The results speak for themselves. Um, you know, we've, uh, you know, we've say proofs in the pudding, right? It's absolutely um, result driven when it comes to, um, to choosing an LED light. And there's a lot of, you know, it's comparing apples to apples too. And I don't mean to throw out a lot of like terms like that, but, you know, within the LED grow light sector, yes, there are a lot of different, um, designs, um, very low end lights to very high end lights. So it's really, you know, as a grower determining what you want out of a grow light, what you're looking for in your results with your plants, Um, And going with a trusted brand that has, you know, a a proven track record, a lot of times, you know, you do get what you pay for. Um, You know, if it looks too good to be true, it is. Uh, We get a lot of competition from it's like I could buy this $100 light. Um, It's just simply you're not going to, you know, get the results that you would Um, with a higher end light. And if you're looking to invest in something, if you're looking to get good results, a brand you can trust for years to come, you do want to make that um, investment. Mm.
0: That's one of the conversations that I've heard a lot in the industry over the past seven or eight years is that as um, LED lighting became a much bigger factor in controlled environment, agriculture, and horticultural horticultural lighting in general, the, the, the concept and the theory was that, you know, LEDs were much more efficient. You could adjust the spectrum and that that that's it. And there you go. So here's our new technology and that's going to supplant everything else. And, you know, there's been lots of arguments and debates in the industry over the years. And a lot of people have said to me even, you know, why why would you ever use, you know, high intensity discharge or HPS or metal halide? Um, when LEDs are kind of the new perfect form of lighting, and 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 what we've seen in the industry, of course, is is this slow adoption, and a lot of that is based on first of all, most farmers, horticulturalists, growers um, are slow to adopt technology, specifically because for you can look at any farmer, any technology uh, based horticulturalist, they have new technologies coming all the time, and the big problem is the balance of of the economics, the performance, the crop crop quality, crop yield performance balanced with the economics, the cost of the light, the cost to operate the light. And, and that balance is, is still, even to this day, um, a, a big question mark in many growers' minds. And obviously a lot of the early technologies really failed to produce. Um, either uh, they, they produce inferior quality, um, or they produce decent quality at you know it, it, unreasonable or or unsustainable costs uh, or god forbid both and um, and even to this day we see a lot of that in lighting so obviously you've been getting your products out there i know that um, you know you, you well i'm not going to ask you obviously for any names or, or whatnot but if you're working with uh, commercial growers or home growers when you when you look at at how you're trying to get the growers to evaluate your lighting, as well as how you're evaluating your lighting. How do you look at that? Do you look at it um, specifically, here we're going to go into this growing operation, to this uh, situation, and this is how our lights are performing? Or do you actually do a lot of side-by-side comparisons where you can actually develop kind of a, a tangible metrics where you can compare yourself to, say, a Philips or a Lumagrow or a Heliospectra or anything like that? Um, how, how do you approach that?
2: Well, I think with uh, with our lights and going into more of commercial space, I mean, it, it's it's really a matter of getting the lights in in people's hands. You know, we want uh, growers to be confident in their decision for their light. We know it's a long term investment. We know it's it's a it's a good amount of money that you're spending on on this equipment. Um, like you said, uh, you know, so getting lights in people's hands, letting them test the lights themselves, getting them, um, you know, having you know, really close conversations with people, making sure that they're optimizing the results with room temperatures, um, you know, proper distance above the canopy, CO2 levels, like Nick mentioned. It's, um, you know, making sure that they're set up for success. Um, you know, if that's not an option for them, um, the investment, yes. I mean, that's, that's something that's an important. Uh, thankfully, there's uh, many great rebate incentives out there for businesses, uh, to switch over to LEDs or to purchase LEDs, and so you know that's been a great incentive for um, LED grow light manufacturers across the board. Um, you know, yes, it is a larger upfront cost, but when if you can get up to a forty percent rebate um, for the for the price of that light, that's you know that speaks volumes to um, in terms of uh, the cash flow too, and so that's a, a very attractive incentive. Um, that goes a long way with, with
0: the commercial accounts as well. As your company moves forward, um, uh, would you say that you are currently focusing more on the, the the home hobby uh, market versus the commercial market? And and, and based on that, what, what are your future plans? Where do you see the company going?
2: Sure. Um, So I don't see. I don't think our focus is with one over the other. I mean, our roots were with the home grower. Um, we'll always offer a home grow solution. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, start out that way. I mean, they're the, the most emerging market in the U.S., you know, with the laws changing, um, is the home grower, right? So, you know, we, we want to be able to provide lights, um, lights that can grow quality Um you know, fruits, vegetables, medicine, whatever it might be to that home grower. Um, having said that, there's also a, a great demand um, commercially um, as well. And so, you know, the products, uh, we'll be coming out with new products for, for any type of grower. And we'll continue to do that.
0: Yeah. So so going forward, you're looking at really kind of expanding your offerings to, to both both ends of the industry. Absolutely. food as well as cannabis, as well as uh, any other medicinal crops as well?
2: Um, Yes. I mean, we're, our company, I mean, I must say like our largest customer base is, is cannabis related. Um, I hope that's okay to say, <laughs> but uh, um, you know, as far as horticulture goes, yes, this greenhouse light, um, you know, that that's going to be something that we're really going to push. Um, we work uh, with micro green scrollers and and uh, green scrollers with our bar lights. So, I mean, we are expanding, uh, expanding into those, uh, those markets more t- more so than we have done in the past.
0: So what so what's brought what brought Jamie to horticulture um, and, and to horticultural lighting specifically How did you get here?
2: How did I get here? It's a deep question. <laughs> um, so I'm originally from the Midwest um, and so I moved to California about 10 years ago um, was in retail for a long time and I always had an interest in growing I always um, grew um, you know personally. Uh, indoors, and so it just seemed like you know a natural step and something that interests me a lot. Something I had experience in, um, and being in Northern California, I mean, there it, it's it is a mecca of you know uh, it, within the industry, uh, whether that be for product manufacturing, um, you know, cultivation. So I was I was in the right place at the right time.
0: Hmm. Yeah, Am Hydro being based in Humboldt County, we can we can yes. sort of relate relate to that. Yeah. Um, and, and you have worldwide distribution or are you mostly focused in North America?
2: Um, we are worldwide. Yeah. We've got distributors in Europe. Um, we have a, um, distributor in Canada. Um, we are in Australia. Um, so yeah, worldwide distribution.
0: Nice. What, um, how long, and how long have you been in the industry yourself?
2: Um, six years.
0: So in that six years, what, what, what's the biggest surprise? What do you, what have you not expected that's happened?
2: What have I not expected? Um, well, I mean, it's, it's been a long haul, uh, you know, there have been a lot of ups and downs and you can probably relate to this, you know, in the hydro, uh, side of things as far as retail is concerned. But, um, yeah, just a lot of, um, you know, it's been a roller coaster in the last six years, um, you know, the surprise really came, in probably with the with the pandemic. Um, you know, the amount of of growers that um, we saw get so much interest in you know picking up this new hobby. You know, being having to stay indoors and, and wanting to do this and realizing it's like it is possible and it's fun. And so, um, I mean, it's just this last year with everything going on, we've been very fortunate. Um, to be in this industry and and to to get people excited about growing
0: fantastic. Nick, you have any questions?
1: Um, I mean uh, what's the technology behind the X uh, I mean the x square?
2: So I would say the technology I mean when we design products um, I mean we we just don't cut corners I mean we really source it's really important for us to um, to work with a manufacturing partner, um, you know, sourcing the highest grade, uh, you know, components, um, over yeah, By the way,
1: Joe, this is this is the Bentley of uh, of of life. Oh. By the way, like, <laughs> thank you. Just the metal and just the way it looks and the color and I mm-hmm. mean, it's 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 definitely like a Bentley car. If we could I compare it, it to, it. you know, to give something to compare it to, you know.
2: Thank you that's no, that's really nice of you to say. I mean, it is, it it will catch your eye, you know, when we get to do trade shows again, I mean, people don't walk past our booth (laughs) normally. I mean, people, people see our lights and they have to stop. Um, but yeah, I mean, with the design, it's, you know, over-engineering heat sinks. I mean, you know, heat is an enemy of electrical components. So making sure that's, um, that's addressed. Um, and so, yeah, I mean it's it's a different design. You know, a lot of companies out there doing parallel lighting bars. We've gone with a concentric square design. Um, you know, to to really make sure that we're maximizing how those photons are delivered. And um,
1: do you want to uh, give us a little detail on the controller that I'm using as well?
2: Sure. Yeah. So. Um, another thing that sets us apart too is, is really, we, we have a tunable targeted spectrum where most LED companies out there, they have a dimmable spectrum, which dimmable is great. You can save wattage that way when you don't need to deliver as much um, light to the plants. We take that a step further. Okay. So that's with the tunability and you can do that through the controller. And so the controller is a, um, is a, a way that you can, you know, control the light cycles, you can put in your light cycles, Um, but then you can also tune the spectrum in bringing out some of the reds if you're vegging with this light. And so by bringing out the reds, um, Nick, you touched on it before, you're promoting that spike in the blue spectrum um, for your vegetative plants, it reduces your wattage Um, so instead of running at a full intensity, um, you're, you're tuning the spectrum, you're bringing down that wattage as well. And then again, you're delivering the most important part is you're delivering, um, that spectrum to really promote, like during that vegetative cycle, you know, really tight inner nodes on your plant, bushy, um, structure, big fan leaves, like you were saying, Joe, or I'm sorry, Nick. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, you can get really, really, um, intricate with it. Um, it it also modulates
1: the sunrise and the sunset, Joe. So, you if you want to if you miss the sunrise, Joe, you could just go into your grow plan <laughs> and just experience the sunrise.
0: Um, you know, one of the things that people and and we've had this conversation many times is that um, in horticulture and controlled environment ag specifically, we're trying to to cram the old square peg into a round hole, and that we're trying to get the plants to adapt to our technologies Mm -hmm. plants have evolved over millions of years to to utilize uh, for example sun uh, sunlight and Mm -hmm. sunlight is not just it just doesn't turn on and turn off it doesn't just follow a a very simple pattern Um, and the more we can mimic that and, Mm -hmm. and provide what the plants need um, we're again looking back to provide for the plants not rather than trying to get the plants to perform for us so that's always a, a great approach and I'm, I'm glad to hear um, that that's that's the approach that uh, they're following so um, tell us a little bit about uh, how if, if people are interested in your products how can people see them feel them learn about them how the how, how can people uh, get in touch and find out
2: Absolutely, so, um, you know, our, our website is a great resource. Um, there's some, you know, really, um, you know, obviously the products are up there and the specs and everything. Um, some good articles on, um, you know, how to choose a grow light, what's important. Um, but I would say, you know, the biggest thing people can do is go to their local hydroponics store, um, you know, talk talk to the people working, you know, at the stores. They're, they're really informative. Um, People, you know, a lot of stores will sell, we um, will have our lights in stock. Um, display lights can be found um, in, in stores as well. Um, I know we're talking about lighting, but under Grow Strong Industries, we've got, you know, several other lines. A Gorilla Grow Tent is a, is a very popular one. Um, we also have a nutrient line, Lotus Nutrients. And so, yeah, I'd say as far as, you know, information and getting more information, um, you know, the the hydro stores are a great place to do that. And we've got territory reps, um, you know, that are excited to talk to their hydro stores and get them excited about products and get them display lights out um, so people can go into stores, um, check out what the lights can do. Um, so, yeah, that's what
0: I would say. Okay, so you have a strong presence in the grow stores across the country.
2: Yes. Yeah, we've been selling in growth stores for quite some time.
0: Yeah, And that's growstrongindustries.com?
2: Yes, growstrongindustries.com. It's, um, right now, it's it's a landing page, um, but it will take you to all of our individual websites for our brands. Um, as we, you know, bring on more products, that's where Grow Strong Industries was developed as our parent company. And so um, you'll find our, all of our brands there.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Any other products or any other services that you're looking to talk about?
2: No, I'm, just, I'm. really excited that you guys are. Um, you know that you're getting a firsthand experience with the lights. Again, the 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 results speak for themselves. I'm looking forward to you know keeping conversations going, um, with Nick and and working together.
1: Their double-ended, uh, um, uh, HPS light is um is be- unbelievable as well, Joe. No kidding. Yeah. That's right. You do
2: have that, and that's our DE Pro Series light, and that's um under the Gorilla Grow Tent uh, brand.
1: And it can and it can you can control uh, the x square and also this light with the same controller as well there's two different uh separate uh, controls
0: very cool. well, the proof is always in the pudding, so uh, I'm looking forward to getting some more data from Nick. Uh, Nick always likes to send pictures and, and information, and that's really helpful and and the more that people can see the performance and can kind of see tangible results that's really what uh, what people are looking for so I'm, I'm really glad to have you uh, being able to provide that so um, Jamie thank you so much we really appreciate your time today uh, hopefully everyone uh, learned a lot about horticultural LEDs and, and what Grow Strong Industries brings to the table and uh, certainly encourage you to, to reach out take, check out their website um, I'm sure she would be happy to answer questions as well um, the information is really important so um, any last parting shots for the, for, for the listeners, Jamie? Uh,
2: yeah, in addition to what you said, um, checking out our lights and, um, and other products that we offer. Um, at Grow Strong Industries, we also offer an amazing amount of support for growers. Um, so if you're if you're growing with one of our products, if you're you know if you have questions, please reach out to us. Um, whether that be giving us a call or through our chat feature, um, we're we're always happy to help. Um, you know, and and get people excited and educated about our products and, and growing in general.
0: Very nice, cool. All right, well, thank you very much, everyone, for your time. Uh, Jamie, again, thank you for your time, and Thanks, uh, we yeah. appreciate you taking some time to listen uh, to us today, and hopefully. Um, if you have any questions or, or, or more comments, please feel free. Obviously, reach out let us know. And uh, for my uh, friend Nick Greens and I, I'd like to thank you again and have, uh, wish you all a very good day. Thanks very much, everyone.
2: Thank you.